Good day, good evening, good morning from Kenya. This is Philip Osumba and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast by the Centers for Spiritual Living Kenya. First and foremost, I would like to remind you about the coming conference. It will be on February 2nd to February 4th, 2024. Save that date and make a point of, point of visiting. For more information, go to csl.cslkenya.org. That is cslkenya.org. Welcome to today's podcast. In last week's podcast, we discussed about the 10 illusions of man based on Neil Donald's Walsh book, Communion with God. And so if you have a chance to get that book, well and good. And if you haven't caught up with our last week's podcast, I would highly encourage you to listen to it first before continuing with this. So without further ado, let's go to the third illusion. The third illusion is the illusion of disunity, meaning the illusion that separation exists. That was the only way to escape the confusion that the second illusion um, brought up because the second illusion meant that God would fail. And coming to know that God is all there is and God cannot fail, then we had to come up with the third illusion that separation exists and that the creator and the creations were not all one. And it required the human mind to conceive of the possibility which is impossible. That possibility was that which is one is not one. That which is unified is really separate. This was the illusion of disunity. The illusion that man, as humans, we are separate from each other, separate from all beings, and worse off, separate from God. And that was one illusion that we had to create in order to qualify the illusion of failure existing. Being human with all our creative minds, we reasoned that if the Creator allowed the creations to do whatever we pleased, it would be possible for creations, now us, to do something which the Creator did not want us to do. And under these circumstances, the will of God could be thwarted and God could want something and not get it. Disunity produced the possibility of failure. And failure is only possible if need exists. You see, the first illusion depends on the second illusion, which depends on the third illusion. And so we have even created stories to qualify the idea that disunity exists. Case in point is this, the Christian story from the Bible that God created Adam and Eve. And it is said they lived in paradise. They lived in heaven where they enjoyed eternal life and communion with God. And in exchange of this life, this eternal life, God only required one thing and he commanded them not to eat from the tree of life, the tree of knowledge. 
And according to this story, Eve ate the fruit anyway, and she disobeyed the only one order that the Creator gave gave them. But it wasn't entirely her fault. She was tempted by the devil. And let's ask ourselves, who exactly is the devil? One story has it that he was an angel gone bad, a creation of God, who dared to want to be great, greater than God. And the story says it was the ultimate offense, an offense that can never be forgiven. Supreme blasphemy, blasphemy pro max. This was the biggest betrayal that can never be. And it is said that God was so mad that he threw Satan to hell. But if you think about it, fun normal functioning human beings would want the best for their children, would want the best for their crea crea creations. Like how many of us here would want the best for our child? The we would want them to achieve greater things than we have than ourselves. I know I would. I would want my child to go on and do wonders and be better than I was. But as the legend says, to try to be greater than God was the ultimate, ultimate betrayal, which seems odd to me. And so Satan went to hell and his chief motive was to was to tempt humans to disobey the will of God. Now God and Satan were on two different uh, sides and they were in a very tough con competition for man's soul. And fascinatingly, this was a competition that God would lose. You know, God losing so that um, some souls go to hell and suffer eternal damnation will others go to heaven to drink milk and honey but the fact that some people would go to hell some people would suffer eternal damnation was evidence enough that god would lose and what did all of this prove it proved that god was not an all-powerful god after all or that God was all-powerful, but he didn't want to use his power and to give Satan a fair chance. Or was it to give man free will? But if we exercise our free will, then we would be punished because of not doing things the way God needed us to do things. Right? So the impact of this illusion of separation is felt by the humans, human race today. I mean, we feel we are separate from each other. We feel that we are separate from God. And that feeling of separation has made it extremely difficult for us to relate to God in a meaningful way. We either misunderstand God, we fear God, or we beg God for for help or entirely deny God. And in doing so, 
we as humans have gone we as we as humans have missed a glorious opportunity to use the most powerful force in the universe we have subjected ourselves to lives over which we imagine we have no control over under conditions we think we cannot change and producing experiences and results that we believe we cannot escape we live our lives in quiet desperation offering up our pain suffering it gladly because blessed are the meek and the sufferers believing that our silent and bravery will earn our will earn a sufficient favor to get into heaven where we will receive our reward you see this 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 is how we have continued to live in silent suffrage we are suffering in silence and hoping that our treasures are in heaven we feel like heaven is up there and heaven is a destination for us and which as new thought people as people from centers for spiritual living we know that heaven is a state of mind heaven is right here on earth heaven is not a destination heaven is peace heaven is where god resides and god resides in us through us and us us our feelings of separations from each other has allowed us humans to do all manner of things to each other which we would not do to ourselves and by failing to see that we are doing all these things to ourselves we produce and reproduce unwanted results in our daily lives it has been said that a human race is suffering from the same problems that it has faced since the dawn of recorded history and it is true because greed and violence and jealousy and other lower forms of behavior that would not benefit anyone anymore are still in display we see members of the human race um fighting fighting each other for resources there's violence all, all around us and jealousy is among most most of our common feelings nowadays and so we started asking questions we started feeling that the illusion of disunity is not really the ideal way of life of living life and clearly we started seeing that disunity may be false but instead of giving up on the illusion we created another illusion to fix the flaw of the third illusion and this is where we are led to the fourth illusion and the fourth illusion is the illusion of insufficiency so this fourth illusion um mainly comes from the idea of disunity it comes from the third illusion because the in, in idea, the idea of insufficiency is not supportable you cannot support it because if there is only one thing 
and that one thing is all that is. There cannot be insufficiency of any kind, because that one thing is everything, and thus it is sufficient unto itself. And this is the nature of God. It is not, however, the experience of human beings, because we have imagined ourselves to be separate from God, and separate from each other as well. Yet no man is separate from God, since God is everything that is. Therefore, humans are not, and can never be, separate from each other. It is a statement of the nature of humans. Humans can never be separate from each other. We forgot that the third illusion was an illusion, and it be, and we imagined it to be that it was the real state of things. The illusion no longer creates experience; it became the experience. It was like pretending to be ill and then falling sick, or pretending to love someone and then falling in love truly. When only one thing existed, and we knew that we were that one thing. There was never a question of there not being enough. There was always enough of us. But then, when we decided that there was there was more than one thing, then and only then, it appeared that there was not enough of the other thing. And this other thing is the start is the stuff of life. Yet we are life, and that which is life, which is God, is God itself. So still as long as we imagine that we are separate from God we will still imagine that we are something other than what God is which is life itself we may think that we are that which lives but we will not imagine it we can't imagine us being life itself this separation from life itself from itself is what we have called the casting out of the Garden of Eden. And suddenly, where once there was eternal life, now there is death. Suddenly, once there was abundance, now there is not enough. Suddenly, it seemed that there, may, there are many aspects of life competing for life itself, which is impossible in the, re, in the ultimate reality. But not for our but not in our imaginations. And this has led us as human race to have competition for the stuff of life. We have used science and technology to twist and turn and manipulate nature so that it bends to our will. We are slowly destroying nature as it naturally is in an attempt to exercise ourselves and experience ourselves what which we already naturally are. We already are what we seek to be, eternal, unlimited, and one with all. Yet we don't remember this, and so we seek to subdue life in order that we may have more abundant life. Also, the idea of insufficiency brought about that belief that a life that once we thought was eternal now seems to have a beginning and an end because if insufficiency exists, that means life also is insufficient. And this illusion of insufficiency has played it 
has played out at its highest level. The experience of our life beginning and ending is really nothing more than the onset of the dissolution of, of our idea that we are separate. And at conscious level we know this. But at higher level we, we are always clear that we are never separate from God. And so we have imagined that we are in competition with all others all, all with all the other stuff of life for life itself we are competing with our very very own self for more of ourselves our belief in insufficiency has led has led us to conclude that there is not enough god not only is there not enough life which translates that into a belief in death and not only is there not enough of stuff of life which we have translated then into the into our belief in luck there is not enough of that which created life which we have translated into a belief in a limited god because all of these things are limited we must compete for them and we are destroying our planets and ourselves because of this belief we are even destroying ourselves in our competition for gods which we call religions we have killed and have been killing ourselves sometimes even destroying entire civilizations in in this competition for god still if there is not enough how does one get enough how can survival be assured without killing and squabbling Clearly this was a flaw in the fourth illusion which would have revealed the idea of insufficiency as false but again humans being humans at a deep level we knew we could not give up this illusion and so we decided to come up with again the fifth illusion an illusion to fix the flaw of the fourth illusion and this created the fifth illusion the illusion of requirement and this brings us to the end of our podcast today if you love this podcast um, share it amongst your friends and let us grow together thank you and namaste